0: You're goddamn right, John. Stop moving. What, what was that? I was holding a box
1: over my shoulder and bouncing up and down like the like the music entails.
0: We're not a YouTube channel, John. The visual humor does nothing for our audience. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is Clint, Liberty Lockdown. I have special guest, John M., also known as J. McKinney. McKinney. <laughs> <laughs> At OB John Kenobi. There we go. Um, is it worth spelling it? O-B-I-J-O-N-K-E-N-O-B-I, if I got that right. That's it. All right. That's, that's him on Twitter. It. He He does not have enough followers, so follow him, people. Please. He's... Please do. He's, a, he's a recovering Trump supporter. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> actually, um, I just want to talk to you about that. So let's just hop right in. What, what have you been... How have you been coping with the... Uh, I, well, actually, we need to start kind of from square one because I, I haven't talked to you in a while at length. It's all been via text message. So well, how are you feeling with the lockdown? What, what's, your, what's your outlook?
1: so i'm back to work now for for about a month um we're considered essential in the cellular industry so um i've been out there and I've, i've been watching the the general public come to the same consensus that you and i have been talking about for the last few weeks like I'm actually seeing traffic now when I drive to and from work, which is a godsend. Like, it's a beautiful thing to see that people are like minded and they want to leave their homes and actually do what they need to do to survive.
0: So, that's that's great news. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been great.
0: Um, When did that start? Like, a week ago?
1: So, the first time that I saw the on ramp traffic lights was probably three days ago um but i've seen a consistent uptick in traffic um slowly over the course of the last two weeks and in the store itself we've seen like we're I'm crossing my fingers here but we're we're close to pre-COVID customers visiting the store wow. levels so it's 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 been really cool to understand that other people are as fed up with this as as we are
0: that's awesome because i i can't feel that at all you know like i i have my little echo chamber online but other than that i i can't really tell except for when i go into carl's bed um Seco de mayo was the first time that i noticed that like okay like the tide is turning because i went out and i got tacos and like every mexican food place had a line around the block you know just yeah. waiting for people yeah. to get drinks and tacos and i was like okay America, we're still here. Like it's, <laughs> we haven't totally given up on freedom and drunk debauchery. So, um, thank I went God to I went
1: to Costco on Friday, and I didn't have to wait in line. It was the first time since the lockdown that I didn't have to wait in line. It was amazing. Toilet paper stacked to the freaking ceiling. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing.
0: That's awesome. Well, it sounds like um. Even Newsom is fucking finally relenting on his bullshit, so um, yeah. he said today that he thought in June we would have sports with no fans, which is not anything I expected him to say, so uh, it looks like even the the worst tyrant amongst us is having to like reassess based off of all the, the stats and new cases that are coming in, so thank God for that uh, but anyways how how have you uh how have you dealt with? the well other than the severe alcoholism from not working for a while how have you dealt with the uh your your boy big big orange man bad presiding over what i would consider i mean next to nine eleven, definitely the biggest catastrophe in our fucking lives um and i i'm not putting it all at his feet so I, I i know you follow me enough to know that i like i'm not i'm not deranged when it comes to trump but I think for someone who has been a supporter of his, it's got to be tough to like, I don't know, keep keep both thoughts in your mind at the same time that obviously like you're libertarian leaning, freedom oriented, and then you have, you know, your passion for Trump.
1: So it's been, it's been an interesting path. So I've, I got my Trump hat and I wore it at the beginning of the year. <laughs> and coming up into march, april, may I put it back on the shelf um, <laughs> i appreciate the man and i and i gotten to a, a back and forth about it today actually and we i support a lot of
0: who would you, would you get into done. it like?
1: um d perry or uh <laughs> Don't, don't,
0: don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I don't know if he wants this shit out there. All right. So Perry, you talked to, him. okay.
1: So <clears throat> he put something out and he was talking about the origins and it's it's somebody that we know for a long time has, has had an animosity towards Trump. And I've tried to keep, I've always linked conservative, you know this, I went from Republican to Libertarian. But I still have a lot of those Republican ties they're like that ex girlfriend that still wants to be
0: <laughs> that's fair
1: and, and it's it's tough because i underst or I give him the benefit of the doubt in a lot of aspects where where I think that he's doing the best he can with what he's given mm-hmm. but On the other side of it, there's there's a lot more he could be doing, given the power he has. So, yeah, it's.
0: I think that's the thing that confuses me the most about him. You know, it's and what's really bizarre is, you know, he's he's accused of being this like tyrant in making all the time, but then he's had an opportunity to be, you know, like the left would have given him power to declare a national lockdown if he had wanted to, and he still and he still didn't do it. Which obviously I appreciate, but what I don't understand is why he hasn't pushed harder as of late for the reopening. Like it, he had. I mean, he had to have known at the same time you and I did that all of the fear mongering added up to a bunch of bullshit. So why? Why do you think it is? Do you think that he was cowed by the medical professionals that he was surrounded with? Do what's your what's your theory as to why he didn't? harder because it's super detrimental to his chances for being president in November so I'm really surprised he's not going ham on it
1: well my honest opinion is is the opposite I think that he's he's trying to trying to give a middle ground to to people who are on the fence like I think that he doesn't want to come off and people cry dictator before this and like you said they don't want to give him the power to act or they want to give him the power to be an actual dictator
0: right? and he won't take it
1: right and and when you see him on Twitter which I think he, if he stopped tweeting he would probably have a much stronger base but aside from that you see him on Twitter and he's telling governors like you guys should open mm-hmm. so he's pushing for for people to open and yet people don't support it. So I think he's, he's trying to, to come off as middle ground to, to gain a base that he hasn't had before and, and get more voters. But do, you I think,
0: do you think that's going to work, though?
1: No, absolutely not. I think, I think the reason he got in 16 was because he, he stood firm. He right. stood his ground and he said what he wanted, and and he didn't give a fuck what anybody said about it. And, yeah. and he accidentally- now that he's kowtowing, I think it'll work against him.
0: Yeah, I think it's a mistake, honestly. Um, I, just speaking from my side of the fence, like I know, I was on the I was on the fence in terms of supporting him. If it if, especially if it came down to Bernie Sanders, like I prior to this pandemic shit, I there's a decent chance I would have voted for Trump. I can't envision any world in which I vote for a guy who allowed me to be locked in my house. Like that's just the truth. So I know he has to have lost a bunch of the liberty minded libertarian leaning folks. And I, I just feel like he's not going to sway the parries of the world. You know, like he's not, you're not going to get those people. So why, why would you sacrifice the true blue constitutional, liberty-minded people um, to play the middle ground. I, I don't understand it. It seems like a – I mean, he kind of wants to put the onus on the governors to make the decisions so that then if it's a disaster one way or the other, he can just point the finger at them and say, well, I gave them everything they needed and you know whatever they didn't do right, that's on them. Um, but at the end of the day, if the economy is in a depression in November, good luck getting reelected, dude. Like, <laughs> right, right. I don't think it's going to happen. So,
1: and as somebody who I voted for him in sixteen, and I told you the other day, like you I was ready. Yeah, yeah. It. I was ready to to pull the trigger and vote libertarian for everybody who was libertarian on the ticket. Like
0: that's wild. And and was that because you liked the mosh that much, or because you were put off by Trump's actions over the past few months?
1: So for me, it came down to. I didn't think. I don't think Biden's a threat. If if a vote for a third party were to take a vote away from Trump, I think I think Trump would win anyway. Mm -hmm. But my vote at this point is for. It's not for this election. It's for an election twenty or thirty years from now. Yeah, like me voting for the Libertarian Party is gonna increase the percentage so that four years from now more people are willing to do it and then eight years from now even more people are willing to do it and so on and so forth.
0: I think that's a great outlook honestly um, because I, I which is really I, I'm just eternally confused by Mr. Perry and we need to have him back on so we can duke this out. I don't understand how he supports Amash. Um, I don't understand basically anything about his politics anymore. So I, I I'm not talking shit. I just I'm confused as hell by it. I don't understand how he's like an Amash fan, uh totally, totally Trump hater, um, and yet had, you know, was kind he was totally pro lockdown in the beginning, kinda quasi pro lockdown until relatively recently. Told me when I was on his podcast, um, untaken if you want to check it out. <laughs> He uh, he said he would put me in jail for picking up my gun. <laughs> Damn. And I, I called him an enemy of freedom, which I think is, <laughs> I think is why I haven't been invited back. But
1: <laughs> um, I think that's fair. I didn't I didn't hear that.
0: Yeah, dude. He told because I I bought my gun during lockdown, and I was like, yeah, man. You know, like they're trying to ban gun stores, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, it's a pandemic. And I was like, okay, so like if I want to go pick up my gun, because there's a ten day waiting period, you know. So I was like, right. so if I go pick up my gun and they arrest me, you're, you're good with that. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen to the show. I, I'm not making it up. And I called him an enemy of freedom. So <laughs> he, I think he was very surprised by that. But I stand by it. If you think I should be arrested for exercising my Second Amendment right, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, how far have you fallen? I don't understand it. Um, so anyways, I, yeah. Yeah it's it's interesting to me that both of you could see um voting for amash cuz i am actually probably as put off by amash as like any anybody in the liberty community uh well he's he's dropped out so it's we don't have to spend much time talking about him i guess but um when he when he didn't support the the gun-toting protesters in michigan last week i was just like oh dude you can't you can't run for president as a libertarian if you're not going to support gun-toting wahoos at the city City. Staff. Right,
1: and I lit up that Twitter thread for for it, and <laughs> it w- it was sad to see. But that there was a couple things. I, I know I texted you a few days ago, and I said that I thought he was soft on a couple of issues, and that's one of them. And you know firsthand that I'm incredibly pro life, and uh, yeah, he's not willing to stand make a stand on that either. And I think that. I might throw a lot of libertarian minded people off by saying that, but I think that that's a fundamental idea of the libertarian mentality is, is, is being pro-life.
0: You'd and- be su- you'd be surprised that libertarians are extremely divided on that topic. Like they really are. Cause, because it boils down to, is it two lives or is it one, you know, you are hard in the two lives camp. I think it is two lives for sure. You know, past the first trimester i just i personally have a hard time getting the state involved in the first trimester but i totally understand your outlook and your stance i i think i've i've come way way closer to your outlook than i was you know 20 years ago when we would have these debates when we were drunk talking about abortion (laughs) and i was like i was like i'm pro-abortion you can kill nine-month-old babies that it doesn't matter to me i was i was a total psycho about it so um yeah i think I think that the libertarian community will not disown you nearly as much as you might fear.
1: Good. Good. But (laughs) those, those are two things that I felt like he, he didn't have a backbone on that. I, I couldn't fully say like, this is my guy, but on the other side of it, I've always said that I only support Trump because of his policies, most of his policies. And I don't think that he's had the best um, candor for lack of a better word. So I thought that Amash was a better option of of he
0: or Biden. No, I agree. I I mean, in terms of presidential, Amash is up there. Like I would definitely prefer him over anyone that's running. Um, That's not a libertarian, obviously, but in terms of, uh, whether or not he could actually like carry the mantle of libertarianism in a in a way that I'm I would be proud of, for me the answer is no. I mean, he was he was super, and I think this is why I was most surprised you would support him. He was the biggest Republican against Trump in the Russian collusion investigation. So that to me is what was made it most surprising. You were willing to support him, um, but I get it. I totally get your outlook and. I, I think it's awesome that you're, you're at least you know considering a third party vote. I think that ultimately that's the that's our only hope is not not necessarily a libertarian, but just to have additional options and to break the two party system because with that we're just on a doomed path. Right, right, absolutely
1: agree. And with the with the Russian collusion thing, I mean, I was, and in our. So for the listeners that don't know, Clint, myself, and a left-leaning friend of ours are on a, a group <laughs> chat that, that we discuss politics almost on a daily basis. And hey, the the third party's argument was always to get more information. <clears throat> and I've never been opposed to it. But I always felt like when we got the information that... That the evidence would lead us to to agreeing on a certain outcome. <laughs> it never happened. And, and so that's where with Mosh, I don't blame him for saying, "Let's let's find out more information." Like, yeah, sure, let's do it. But once you do,
0: <laughs> back him up. Right, right. Yeah, I I think that that's what blows my mind about it is like. We've talked about it for so many fucking years now because that investigation lasted so long and I mean all of us have followed it pretty closely. i followed it extremely closely and I just for the life of me I can't see a justifiable defense of it in hindsight you know the fact that he still defends it in hindsight. That's what blows my mind. Like I can understand back two years ago three years ago. I don't understand it now knowing what we know now Um, so that's I don't know. I guess we'll never have a meeting of the minds on that, but we'll have them on to talk about it. Uh, this is our first trial run with Zoom, and I don't even know if it's going to work, and that's why we're doing a, a two-man show just to figure this out. So, anyways, um, what do you want to talk about, man? You got any topics? <laughs> um, I mean,
1: really, I i intended to to talk about the the increase in people on. On the roads and in in the stores but we kind of covered that with my work so sure. um, outside of that i mean
0: what do you think the economy is going to recover
1: okay so this <laughs> this is where where you open a jump support Place to put us on a fast track to, to get back where we need to go. I don't, I don't think it'll be prior to the election, but I think once once everybody understands that the pandemic isn't a pandemic, that we'll, we'll get on a consistent path toward that. And I think that he's had the right policies in the past as a businessman to, to make it happen again.
0: Yeah. Well, it, I think the, the question is, is the debt overhang so great that, you know, pro business policies aren't going to matter. Um, and I don't know, I don't have an answer to that. We'll, we'll find out. Are you able to hear me that your network was red? Yikes. I think I may have lost John. Hey there. Yeah, I'm here. Are you back? Yeah. Sorry, I missed you. Oh, it's <clears> okay. <throat> oh, we got dogs. Everything's falling apart.
1: Let me get this dog out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed your entire response.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I your connection is still red, so this this whole tail end may be shot, but I don't know. It's staying red. I'm trying to be patient and see if it just gets back to green.
1: I can't hear you now. It's not cutting out.
0: Okay. Well, I just wish it says Obi Wan Kenobi's network bandwidth is low. So, are you on Wi-Fi?
1: No, I cut off the Wi-Fi because it was slower. Let's turn it back on and see if it helps. I was in the closet.
0: Now I'm straight, so. (laughs) You're never coming out of the closet, John. Just own it. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, connection's still red, so I don't know if (laughs) if it's gonna work or not oh now your audio and video is gone jesus all right you're back but it's still red anyways um part two so i dude i i don't know what else did you want to talk about oh you oh you said you said that his policies would get us back on track right
1: Yeah, as far as the economy goes. And I I've, I've been following I've been following your your uh, podcast obviously and then um, I don't know, man. It's I know that what we're what we're doing as far as the lockdown goes and the the bailouts that's going to have a long-lasting effect but we already recovered from the initial dip and there's been progress in the market since
0: but you're basing that i'm
1: holding on to the sure okay sure stock market and the the real estate market like we're month over month we're seeing increase in the value of our home and i mean i'm waiting for the the real estate crash like like you were talking about a couple weeks ago like we have a stockpile to get a rental property and we are waiting for that crash. But I'm, maybe it's hopeful. Maybe it's naive, but I, I'm not convinced it's going to happen.
0: Sure. And it's a possibility that, you know, because it's such an abnormal event that people maintain their optimism in the face of like, obviously terrible circumstances i just don't think that that's going to last because here let me explain my outlook i think that ultimately people don't know how many jobs are permanently lost at this point and until they realize that like these jobs aren't bouncing back it's not going to be like oh 32 million people are out of work and now the economy's back so 30, 30 million of those people get their jobs back. Like, I just don't think that's what's going to happen. So once they realize those job losses are at least semi-permanent, that's when everyone starts to go, oh, well, I'm not going to go buy anything. I have to stockpile money and try and survive. So that's the reason I think that, well, the damage isn't being felt currently because no one under- Like everyone's kind of treading water right now. We don't know which direction to go. But I think ultimately the fact that people have been unemployed for months and will be unemployed for you know, the next six months will, will change that, that human psychology. That'll create that, that bear effect in the market, which will give you the opportunity to buy. That's my, that's my thesis. We'll see if I'm wrong or not, um, but I do understand that you know, you're not seeing the softness in the market that you would expect at this time, so I, I get it. Right, and we, and we
1: did see the initial dip that was terrifying and so 100 percent, I was on board like, "Yeah, we're all going to die. This is happening <laughs> right and'm and I'm, not, I'm not dumb enough to know or to not know that it was brought back by printing <laughs> the money printer.
0: Yeah. so
1: so there's still more to come from it, but I think, I think it a it's all going to be determined on how long the lockdown continues. Like, if I mean, we're seeing some states that are coming out now and in if is it Georgia, Georgia and Florida, one of
0: them, yeah, yeah, Yeah,
1: Georgia and Florida are two of the most prominent cases. and, And if they don't see a spike, and and the other states don't follow suit. I think I think you're gonna see a, a a very large rally rally in November against them.
0: Wait, a large rally in November? Voting. Oh oh to vote out Democrats.
1: E- even if it's to vote out anybody who was who was pro lockdown. I know most most of them are Democrats, but if there's Republicans that are doing the same thing, I would vote the shit out of them too.
0: Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just asking what, what you were, you know, prognosticating. I think that, that I mean, obviously almost every state got locked down. So there was lots of Republican governors that locked it down too. I think the big difference is that the Republicans are now backpedaling and, you know, respecting the data more than the, the so-called party of science, the Democrats are. Um, right. And that... That is why I think that the Democrats are going to be punished in the voting booth for this. If they aren't, then my faith in America is, is done. Like, if, if people that supported keeping us in our houses longer than they had to by a large margin, if they continue to be reelected and given more power, like, okay, then that's the end of the game. <laughs> like, they have to pay a price for this. So I, pr- I pray when to God. We just saw
1: the flip last week for Katie Miller. Kenny
0: Hills seat. Right. No, no, you're right, and I think that <clears throat> that it, that's how it ought to play out in a lot of places. Um, I just don't have a lot of faith that it will. Like, I, I, I don't know. How, I don't know about you, but I was stunned by the amount of protests in California. Wasn't that amazing?
1: Well, so I I saw that there were a lot of protests in California, and then when I watched you on Brit's show, mm. and you were talking about there was only like.
0: 12 15 people yeah that
1: was that was disheartening
0: oh and it was it was for me too but that was in encinitas and that was like days after they uh lifted the beach lockdown so i think that that ripped out the the spirit of the protesters but then there was like the ones up in orange county because when newsom came through and was like okay i'm not gonna uh, I'll I'll let all the other beaches stay open, but I'm going to re-lock down Orange County. And then all the fucking Trump Republicans went there and protested <laughs> by the thousands. I was like, oh, there are some right-wingers in California still. Who knew? And you can see he's feeling the pressure because
1: originally he was saying, oh, stage one will be weeks. Stage two will be months. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and then in the last week, he's totally reversed it. And he's like, oh, stage two is just going to be a couple weeks.
0: And then we'll be in stage three. Yeah, he said he said that we weren't going to have sports in 2020, and now he's like, "Yeah, we'll have sports in June." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so bitch, we will. <laughs> he's he's not as dumb as he looks. Well, I never thought he was dumb. I thought he was evil, and I'm I'm still confident of that truth. That that dude is evil as hell. Um, That's fair. But I I just. It makes me wonder a little bit if we can't have like a really big shift and have people. The, The problem is I don't want Republicans to benefit from this because the Republicans didn't stand up on the side of liberty for the most part either. Like I would like to see the few candidates that are Republican that did benefit tremendously. But I would also like to see some libertarians, some people that actually were like early on, like this is unconstitutional. You can't do this. The, the truly principled people I'd like to see benefit. But anyways, my, my theory was that what if we get some states like like California to flip red? Like the unthinkable happens. Um, I really wonder about that. Like, can we get... I mean, we had Schwarzenegger as a quote-unquote conservative governor in, in our adult lives, so could it happen Not again? Not that long remember. ago. Not that long ago. I know. And yeah, like, I really think that even with Cox,
1: like, he got a stronger percentage of votes than anybody gave him credit for. I mean, he still lost by a long shot, but there are people in California that I feel want a conservative movement, and and the more the more Democrats that move themselves out because they're voting for all the taxes and the policies that make it unlivable I think will give us a stronger shot and Man,
0: that's an interesting theory I, I think I think you're going to be really disappointed to find out there are way more conservatively leaning people that are leaving than the lefties <sighs> I'm sorry I, that's just my theory I don't know for a fact but you know <laughs> history I hope not yeah no me too obviously I hope not too I would love to like have some optimism for our state. I love this place. I love the people here. But man, what a disaster it's been, and it just does. I just don't see much hope for it turning around in the near term. But um, you know, if locking if if locking people in your house for three months isn't enough to make you reconsider the leadership of your state, I don't know what will. So
1: I, this sure election term will tell a lot for California. i I'm, I'm very much interested to see how how people vote and I, I thought the same thing about the gas tax that was pre-pandemic but <laughs> I thought I thought if people were knowledgeable and they actually understood what they were voting for we would see a conservative movement to repeal it and that didn't happen granted the, the language was backwards but still I gave people too much credit
0: yeah well you and me both did <laughs> I even though I'm like about as jaded and as realistic uh a political pundit as you'll find, I still at the end of the day, I believe in the American people. Like I believe in their faith in liberty, even though there's lots of evidence, especially over the past three months, that I was dead wrong. That people do not value liberty the way yeah. you and I do. Um and it's that's insane. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's man.
1: insane the amount of people that are just like 100% throwing into the ring the the corner of yeah, give up all your liberties and stay home. It's insane.
0: <laughs> Forever. I mean, the totally indeterminate amount of time and people are like, yes sir, can I have some more? Uh, amazing. I, I never thought in my life I could see it. I, I still... I still regularly wake up and feel like I'm living in a nightmare or a dream or something. I'm like there's no way that my business is closed and you know everyone's been basically home for a couple months. Like there's no way this is my real reality, but it is. And people supported it and they continue to support it to a large extent. It's just mind-blowing. I was
1: I was heartened by a uh, a conversation I had on Twitter today. I actually I flipped somebody on Gavin's um, feed, his Twitter feed thread, nice. um, and originally they were saying, "Well, we stayed at home and it's worked, so why would we stop?" <laughs> we went back and forth, and eventually, eventually she she settled on the idea that individuals can make decisions based <laughs> on their own personal safety, and I it my my entire heart throbbed for it 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 was an amazing moment <laughs> isn't,
0: it, isn't it weird though that you have to convince people of that <laughs> <laughs> it's insane man it's so it's so like i mean it's awesome that when you have those moments cuz i've had a few like that too but then it's also like equally devastating that you have to convince people that they should be given the right to make their own choice like that is j- I mean as far as I knew that was just core basic fundamental american principles and I yeah. I honestly I honestly didn't know that there was a disagreement on the bill of rights to the extent that there is like with between the left and the right like I always believed that the left and the right you know well they had very vicious disagreements on a lot of topics and second amendment was the only one that like to me seemed like a an impossible bridge to gap, uh, or gap to right. bridge, but the the rest of them, like free speech, protest, uh, search and seizure, like all those ones, I mean, even states' rights to a certain extent, like most of those seemed like just kind of universally agreed upon, not much debate about it. Um, I was wrong, you know, I was just flat out wrong, like the left, yeah. either, either the left has changed or I didn't know them to begin with and I'm not sure which it is.
1: And that's where it, like and I don't buy into the deep conspiracy theories but I do believe that the state is kind of testing their boundaries like they're 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 taking the pandemic to see how far they can push it. Like what can we get our people to succumb to like how far are they willing to give up their freedoms on our whim right
0: and what what it's, do you think the game disturbing. plan is do you have any idea what they is it just is it just to see just to know it i think it's to know
1: it and then to use it for when there is a left-wing prominence in the government like once they get a socialist or once, it, once they get somebody who, who believes in the same ideolo- ideologies that they do, that they can push it and they know what they can get away with.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> let's hope they don't find out. Um, Cause yeah. the answer at this point is they can get away with a lot, a, a hell of a lot more than I expected. I think what, what disturbs me the most is that because Trump was in power, the conservatives didn't push back very much and it took a lot to get them to, to finally like stand up and be like, Oh yeah. Hey, uh, this, this bothers me. Um, and that's, that's what I've always hated about the, the binary nature of American politics where it's like, Oh, my guy's in power. So like whatever's happening is good. Like, no, that's a fucking terrible outlook. Like just cause you're, just cause you're a Republican, you shouldn't be like, Oh, it's great that a million Iraqis died. Like you should be bothered by that. and. Um, same when Obama was in power, if you're, you know, vice versa, it's, it's just, I don't understand why or how people's principles are so tribalistic in nature. It's like, you should be bothered if you're locked in your home, period. I don't give a fuck if Trump is a president or Obama, like it, people should have principles that go beyond party. And that to me was like the most obvious one ever. You know, I can understand supporting war because it doesn't affect us. You know, like it's it's shitty that you're that much of a sociopath. You don't think about people that aren't your neighbors. But like I can understand the mental um, you know, the cognitive dissonance to not care about Iraqis as much as you care about your family. I can't understand being locked in your home and being like, This is cool, this is normal, I'm okay with this. Like, oh man, so disturbing. Especially after the first two weeks. Like, once we realize that. Okay this isn't nearly as bad as we feared i I'm blown away it took over two months to see like meaningful protests
1: one I think that's where the the election year games come into play mm-hmm. like I, I I strongly feel that if if Trump was left to his his own thoughts devices whatever he would have been pushing to to just power through in the first place i don't think he would have locked down period but i think i think because it's an election year and he knows that there's there's a game he has to play that now he has to cater to the to the the state power mm-hmm. and and especially that well I shouldn't say especially because it's only the the s- strongly consolidated states like the highly populated areas that are being affected. That he's he's got a team behind him that I'm sure or I hope is telling him like yes we should be dealing this on account dealing with this on a county by county basis, not state by state like. It's affecting everybody differently, but if he tries to to use that power, then everybody's gonna point at him and say, "See, this is the dictator we've been talking about for the last three years."
0: Yeah, so he's I, in a hard spot. I, I I don't I don't disagree with that. I I think that had he come out and said, you know, I want the state of California to do X, Y, and Z, I could understand that pushback, and I think it would be rightful. Like I think that people should be. Bothered by the president telling each state, like especially if he was telling them to to lock us in our houses, then for sure he should be accused of being a tyrant. What, What what I don't like though, and what I what I'm so disturbed by is the fact that Trump wasn't willing to come out and say this is unconstitutional. Like if if he if he had done that one time, if he had come out and said you can't lock people in their houses, this has to be voluntary. This is fucking America. I would have been like, oh, Trump hey what's up buddy like good to see you he never did it he still hasn't done it it's always just like yeah we got to get america back to work it's like that's not enough dude like i need to hear you honor i mean his oath is to the constitution for the love of god man you know fucking own up to it like say that that's that's the reason this is wrong it's not just because oh we handled it it's not just because the the virus wasn't as deadly as we thought it's not because the social distancing worked the reason it's a problem is because it's unconstitutional and it's unamerican at its core and if he if he had just said that at any point in the past 2 months i could still like see myself supporting him at least tacitly like where i would be like i would still be a little bit of a defender of his but no he never said it once and i'm just like okay well kind of dead to me now
1: <laughs> yeah that's fair, and that's it's a great point.
0: Yeah, it hurts my feelings because you know I really <laughs> I wanted I wanted so badly, um, you know, to to believe that even though at the end of the day he's he's been pretty obviously a big government guy, um, I still I was hoping that he would be a little bit more of a constitutional scholar, which was really naive of me. I don't know why I thought that, but. Um, anyways it, that and then the the bump stock ban the the failure to you know the, his willingness to like take guns and then do process after I'm like okay well you know he's just not he's just not standing up for the things I believe in and that it sucks because the the one thing he does really well is he shreds the cathedral you know he he shreds the yeah. the, the news bastards which are undoubtedly my enemy and yours um, and I really appreciate that about him but beyond that, he hasn't been much of a defender of my liberties, and that's why I'm kind of like, alright, dude, you know. <laughs> it's like, him or Biden, I don't know if my life would be significantly different. Like, I just feel like if if Biden had been president during this, at least people, like the Republicans, would be protesting viciously at this point, and probably talking about, like, overthrowing the government if they had been locked in their houses.
1: Right. Right. I think that's the that's where I finally came to It's no longer about the lesser two evils. Right. It's about and so it's unfortunate that we won't have a brain. But other than that, we're kind of asked out at this point.
0: Unfortunately, your connection got kind of jolted in the middle of that, so I lost part of it, dude. Sorry.
1: No worries. i was just saying that what you said has brought me to the point where i'm where i'm done with the two-party system oh i think i I hope that a lot of people are in the same position
0: dude you and me both i seriously hope